This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by The Straits Times. My name is Jen Lee, and we're back for 2020. And as always, I'm joined by Yosem Joe. Ah. Hello. A bit of ASMR right there. <laughs> a bit of ASMR for everyone, and why? Because I am obviously sipping, sipping tea. tea. But we're not just sipping tea today; we're spilling it. Oh, we're totally spilling and slurping. Not just any ordinary tea. We're slurping yeah. British royal tea, all uh-huh. the way from Buckingham. Buckingham Palace. Okay. And why? Because obviously, um, if you guys have been reading the news, Prince Harry and Meghan, his wife, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. They have decided to step back as senior members of the royal family. Okay, so and then subsequently, a lot of stories came out about how the Queen and the rest of the palace have been reacting to it. How you know they 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 are apparently hurt and blindsided by their statement. The story is still developing as we speak, yeah, right? Yeah, Jen? still developing as we speak. Bits and pieces are coming out. Um, Buckingham Palace had a super curt st- first statement. They were mm-hmm. like, "Oh." We were not aware, and it was very like a few lines. It was very, it seemed very like harsh. Yeah. Slowly, I think the story became like, oh, they're in discussions. Right. You have an inkling of how, like, you know, the timing of the announcement wasn't ideal. It wasn't planned. Um, there were alleged leaks. You know, that's why, which forced um, you know, Prince Harry and Meghan to actually come out mm-hmm. uh, prematurely, mm-hmm. um, which is why the palace was apparently blindsided. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the Sandringham summit, which just happened. Right. Yes. So they met up in Sandringham to discuss this issue. Like, Like how to move forward with it. And subsequently, the Queen most recently came out to say that, you know what, I have um, accepted Harry and Meghan's decision to do this. Um, So essentially, it's a win for for Harry and Meghan. For now, yes. As of now. (laughs) As of now. And why do we say as of now? Because so many ups and downs have happened with... um, The Windsors. The the Windsors, (laughs) right? The House of Windsor, the the current um, British royal family. And... The BRF, as they call them. A lot of drama, essentially. Yes. A lot of drama. So we're going to... Use um, Harry and Meghan as a case study for today, but also run down a bit of what's happened in the past and give you a bit of context. Mm-hmm. Why is this such a big deal, right? Is it history repeating itself? You know, hello, Princess Diana, right? Let's yes. talk about that but all the way back in 1997. So we'll talk a bit about that, about how, you know, Diana died in 1997 and the repercussions that, like, you know, what that meant for Harry and how his relationship with the press has been ever since. And yes. it definitely has a lot to do with um, the latest announcement. So, shall we dive right into it? Shall we slurp more yes. tea right now? Yes. Okay, a bit more ASMR oh. right there. Yes, so what is the big <laughs> deal, right? Like, really, like, what is the big deal about them stepping back? Because we don't live in the UK. So, you know, some people might not be very familiar or might not be following this, but it is, like, an intense news story over there. It's, like, yeah. one of the biggest news stories ever like in the last decade or so yeah because um they, they don't do this like you don't just leave the brrf right like it's not something you just walk away BRF from meaning british royal yes, family the british okay. royal family so this is like <laughs> this is very insane um but i think people have sort of seen it coming because of um we'll explain later but um there was a lot of coverage of harry and megan um, that was not exactly flattering or pleasant and sometimes downright abusive and racist. So for context, um, Harry, of course, as we all know, Prince Harry, the second son um, of Princess Diana, the spare heir, right? Because he's not going to inherit the throne. His brother, Prince William, is going to inherit the throne. Mm-hmm. Um, he married a biracial American lady who has been divorced once and is also an actress on Suits. She's no longer an actress. She had to close down her blog and stop acting because she married into the BRF. So... 
Um, ever since then, I think the stories about them have been very sensational. And this is truly unprecedented, um, especially in the British royal family. But the closest that people have come to like sort of compare the situation to is while King Edward, when he abdicated mm. from the throne, Edward the Eighth, right? Yeah, um, to marry Wallace Simpson, who is like a twice divorced American lady. socialite. Yes, American yep. socialite. So, I guess that's why some people have compared the situation, but right. it's quite different because King Edward was actually king, yeah, and he had to like abdicate the throne and pass the throne on to, to his younger brother, who King George the Sixth. Who yeah. is the father of Queen Elizabeth? Oh, so he's essentially his decision, his decision to marry Wallace Simpson, yes, and abdicate the throne is the reason why we have Queen Elizabeth II yes. today. Yes, change throne. the history of the monarchy, right? Right, right. So, um, that's really that's really what people have been comparing it to. Right. Is really somewhat in recent history the only thing that mm. we can have to what? compare it to? Right, another instance of a so-called like royal cop out. Okay, I'm yeah. done with this. I'm done. Yeah. royal thing, right? Okay, mm-hmm. and what about the timing? I, I mean, it's yes. also a big deal, right? Because of the timing in which it was released. Yeah, it sort of came out very suddenly, but like the moment it came out, it became very clear that it has been in the works for a while because mm-hmm. their website, like um. They have this Sussex website, right? Yeah, it's called uh, sussexroyal.com if for all of you who are interested. Yes, you can go online to read it because they have like FAQs, like question and answer segments, answering all the questions that people have. Like they anticipated all the questions that people would have about them stepping back. Yeah. So clearly this has been the works for a while because their website was like completely updated and everything. Um, but the timing seemed very fast because... Um, the palace obviously came out and was like, we did not like know about this. We didn't know that they were going to announce this. What? So they seemed mm. blindsided. Lah. But later on, the stories became a little bit clearer that Prince Harry has apparently already been dis- discussing this. It's just that this was... Things details were not yet worked out, mm. so they did not want to announce it yet. So their conspiracy theory is why they announced it at the time that they yes, did. Yes, the conspiracy theory is, and it's not really a conspiracy theory anymore. It's sort of like obvious at this point that somebody leaked the information to a reporter in the Sun, which is a British tabloid, tabloid. and yeah. then they ran a story which was like, "Are Harry and Meghan moving to Canada?" And then Harry and Meghan freaked and were like, <sighs> "We are not going to deal with any leaks." This this story cannot be controlled by the press. Right. So they went ahead with the announcement. Okay, so they wanted to take charge of that narrative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And of course, you know, they are famous. Like, that's, that's why there's a big story, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. they are super famous. <laughs> Probably like, one of the most scrutinized family in the world. Over um, the Kardashians. Uh, other than the Kardashians. Which is saying something. <laughs> because they are royals, there's a certain expectation because they live on public money. And they're saying, mm. so this is a big part of their announcement. They are saying that they want to live a financially independent life. They don't want to be relying on public funds. Right. So I guess people are like surprised, firstly, that uh, they're going to give that up. And also they wonder like what they're going to do now. Lah, because royals have this, there's a certain expectation that royals, because the taxpayers fund your lavish lifestyle, you are supposed to work for the country. Like do good works, support charities, be, you know, sort of diplomats, visit other countries and th- do things like that. And they are wondering if Harry and Meghan are just like going to stop doing it. Right. But they have stressed that they will continue supporting the Queen fully. It's just that, you know, they want to be financially independent and, you know, they want to step back. They're not stepping down. They're not I stepping think it's down. important. And they're not leaving. Like, they're not going to yeah. stop being Queen Elizabeth's grandchildren. Right. Like, I don't think we've gotten to the point where Prince Harry is saying, I'm not a prince anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that yeah. would be 
another <laughs> level, another field day for the media. I'm pretty yes. sure. And that's that's one of the trouble with being a British royal, right, Sam mm-hmm. Joe? It's like this. It's like you're a royal and also a celebrity, which really brings out a lot of problems. Yeah. So you're not just any ordinary, uh, celebrity. Mm-hmm. You're a c- celebrity that was born into this, um, you know, very archaic. Outdated institution. Um, out, and, and, and outdated institution. Colonial institution. Yeah, in a sense where, you know, where they believed in it's it comes from a hug from a time when people actually believe in divine rule mm. that, you know, whoever their God is, right, appointed these people to rule the people and to lead the people, the rest mm-hmm. of the, the nation or the empire, mm-hmm. whatever it was at the point. It's super bad because if you think about it, some of the stories that have come out about the royals, like imagine like you remember when Kate Middleton was photographed, like there were like naked photos of her leaked? <gasps> Do you remember? She was like, yeah, yeah, she was like on the beach and then some people took like photos of her um, like walking around naked Naked. because she was like on a private beach, like on a private island sort of thing. And then those photos were leaked. What is privacy these days, right? It's it's so scary. And Mm. then there's also like just a lot of scrutiny of them. Like what did Harry and William do now when they were kids, you know, when they were younger, there was a lot of scrutiny on them in school, them going to parties. Right. And, Just, and speaking of their childhood also, I mean, um, Prince William and Harry both had a very early uh, brush with like understanding of like how how toxic the press toxic can the be. press can be, mm. and I mean, it essentially resulted indirectly to the death of their own mother, Princess Diana, the late Princess Diana, right? Um, so. I mean, okay, so people who might not know this, yeah. I don't understand how you don't know this, but if Come you're on. very young, not everyone is as old as us exactly, yeah. Okay, but if you went around in 1997, or you were, you know. Too young to remember 1997. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you were born in 1997. This is what happened. Okay. Um, Princess Diana, who very famously uh, divorced Prince Charles uh, because of... And, well, there's a lot of talk, but there was an affair, basically. Uh, She left him. uh, And then she became the subject of a lot of paparazzi attention. And there was a car chase, basically. She was... I think... Was it in Paris? I think she was in Paris. And then, um, I think she was seated in the car with her then boyfriend or something like that. And paparazzi were trying to chase her down to get photos. She was trying to not let them tell her and get rid of them. And her yeah. car crashed in the tunnel and she died. Yeah, that was really, so. really sad. I remember actually seeing um, it on TV. Um, you know, the crime scene and everything. And mm. the police lights flashing all over. And then people like crying, mm. like really mourning the death of Princess Diana in, in England, in right. Buck- outside Buckingham Palace. Yeah, she was known as the People's Princess. That's how popular she was. And I mean, Elton John himself, you know, changed the lyrics to his song for her. Okay, Candle in the Wind. Instead of, goodbye, Norma Jean, it was, goodbye, England's Rose. That was about... Um, you know, Princess Diana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and um, I guess it was also recapped in quite a lot of um, pop culture references, like the movie The Queen, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. starring Helen Mirren. Um, it it was uh, about the death of Princess Diana yeah. and the fallout from it, because yeah. the Queen was very much criticized for her for her reaction for being cold, mm, apparently, her so-called um, lack of compassion. Yeah, because the, so the thing with if you watch The Crown, which is Netflix's amazing s- series on the Crown, the monarchy, the British yeah. royal family. Um, the, they are not supposed to express a lot of emotion in public and they're not supposed to be too like um, aggressive I think with uh, their feelings and their thoughts you know they're supposed to be very stable very steady um, you know 
really an institution of stability, but they're not because they're just humans. So you look at somebody like Princess Diana, she clearly was um, somebody who was very emotional. She um, had a lot of feelings about the way her marriage turned out and she was very open about that and I guess people really related to her because of it. Um, but also she can't really lash out in the way that normal celebrities can. Like You know when celebrities get chased, they can be like, oh man, they can bleep the paparazzi, that kind, they can write a song to say how much they hate them and yeah, sue yeah. them. Or like, and do you all this want like, a piece of me, like Britney yeah, Spears yeah, yeah. did. Like, like, just, be, just go full on, all out, like aggressive, right? right. But they, that can't really be it for the royal family. Right. They have to keep themselves composed and yes. like they have to rise above it. They have to tahan, mm-hmm. tolerate it. And at the same time, smile for the cameras, like, you yeah. know, because they cannot be seen to lose their patience you know, um, to snap at anyone because it's very unbecoming of... Of an aristocrat. Aristocrat. So it's a very tricky balancing act, la, ba- right. basically. Because right now, it's like, why even is the monarchy around? Like, they are around because of taxpayers' funds. So you need to justify why you are even... A p- like, why you, why you deserve to continue living this lifestyle. Right, yeah. Yes. And a lot of people, I guess, if, if you're not, um, you know, from Britain, you might also ask, like, yeah, so what is it that the British royal family does? Right. Mm-hmm. What do they do? You know, um, are they just socialites? Are they just indebted socialites? They're basically patrons of a lot of charities. They also start a lot of like um good works. So, um, Megan started one where she uh, basically helps people put together outfits for like interviews, like especially people with lower income who maybe don't have access to the sort of clothes that can make you look presentable. So that's very interesting. Uh, Harry started the Invictus game. So there's really like a lot of this sort of different sort of works, mm. mental health, awareness, uh, right. veteran support, uh, you know, animals, children, yeah, right, cancer, right. Raising anything. Raising awareness yes. for, for a cause because they're such public figures. And, and even like, diplomatically, you know, they visit foreign dignitaries, they mm. they receive them, they welcome them. So they do have to do work. Like they do have to work even though they do live a lifestyle of luxury. Right. At this point if you enjoy pop vouchers and enjoy listening to us, please do listen to us and subscribe to us at Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts from. And thank you very much for listening. Please do rate and review us as well. Thank you very much. All right, now back to our show. The ASMR motive is very strong today. Right on, right on. Because we are talking about mayhem in Buckingham. Yes, the tea, the royalty. So now we're going to talk about Harry's relationship with the press because I think um, people living outside of the UK may not have paid as much attention to the sort of tabloid attention that Harry and Meghan have been receiving and how, like, honestly, it's quite racist and quite abusive. Yeah. So we're talking about, um, for example, so firstly... Megan has a very estranged relationship with her father, Thomas Markle, mm-hmm. who apparently is not really in her life, but he keeps like, like he's very thirsty for attention. So he keeps like writing into the tabloids and like giving the tabloids access to like private letters that Megan wrote him. And um, they published that, but they publish it in like bits and pieces. So um, Megan felt like it was very unfair representation of what she wrote to her father. That was also one of the reasons why, um, Harry and Meghan actually sued the press like right. um earlier last year for they, invasion of privacy and yes. also an alleged case of phone hacking. Yes, an alleged case of phone hacking. Yeah. So that's very serious, and you can understand why they they want to keep that, like they don't want that to to interfere with their lives, especially now they have children, right? They yeah. have like little Archie. Archie, so they don't want him to like grow up in that sort of attention. Yeah. And people don't really understand, but the headlines that were targeted at them is a bit insane. Like there was one um when Harry was. I think was still dating Megan. 
and then the headline was is Harry's girlfriend um like almost straight out of Compton <gasps> which is like no it's so bad because straight okay Compton wow. is a Compton is an area in, in California, in California. Mm-hmm. it's also the name of like a movie and a hip hop album um it has been associated with the black community and also has been associated with, for example, like violent crimes and things like that. So there's a very like very racist connotation to say somebody straight out of Compton right. as a white person, as a white publication. Yeah. So that's very uncomfortable, of course. But after they got married, it kind of got like progressively worse because everything that Megan did, it was relentless. Like it was really all the headlines were bad. There was one time like she served avocado on toast to her to her friends or something I guess mm-hmm. and the which all millennials was, do yeah. all ma- like all millennials love avocados yeah. right let's face it like <laughs> she's an old millennial so like she oh served- you said all not all old millennials I said all wow Jen <laughs> thank you very much let's take this outside later okay Kay. but anyway so she served like avocado on toast and then the headline was is Megan's favourite snack causing drought and genocide because are you serious yes because apparently avocado is like like avo- the farming of avocado is Oh, it's not sustainable and everything. Or something like that. I don't know. <gasps> Come so, on, that's so unnecessary. Right. Like, so it's just targeting her for, because she's she's Megan. Yeah. Right? And then there were headlines that were like, um, she touches her belly. And then I think when Kate Middleton was pregnant, then she touched her belly and it was like, Oh, Kate tenderly cradles her bump. And then when he- Megan was pregnant and she was touching her belly, it's like, why is Megan Markle touching her belly so much? Is this some sort of new age bonding technique? Or is it pride? Or is it vanity? Like, it's just very like, <laughs> right. what's going on? So basically, whatever she does, she's just like, uh, she's just like, you know, fodder, right? For, yeah, for the she's tabloids. Just and it's interesting that you brought up Kate as well because it is some double standards going on. Them. Yeah, like, mm. The first black woman, well, half black woman to marry into the family and this is the sort of treatment like, that she receives yeah like it's right. not good right like yeah. optics wise it's yeah. not good so it's no wonder that Harry and Meghan then have such a deep mistrust of um, not just the British press in general but the royal rota right mm-hmm. they are like um, sort of like the Harry and Meghan call them the cartel which is hilarious but <laughs> they, they are sort of like the tabloids that are given access to to the royal family events so they have to cover them and they have to give them access Harry and Meghan have to give them access so um <clears throat> So that means that every time they do an event, this sort of tabloids that have repeatedly directed very abusive headlines at them get to cover them over and over again. So I think they're very tired of right. it. Because they are so-called like um, officially sanctioned royal correspondents. But if you go to, again, SussexRoyal.com mm-hmm. and you go to the tab that says media, they have laid out uh, yes. you know a lot on like what they feel about the media and how they feel like they have been misrepresented and how and they want to interact with them in the future yeah going forth you know we're making these changes we are taking none of this nonsense anymore in fact Harry famously also said you know um, told, uh, told the press in interviews I will not be forced into playing a game that killed my mother you know when talking about um, media pressure yeah. so he's really really like done I guess Okay, and this is thing. not like the first time the family has gotten itself into bad press like mm-hmm. Um, Harry and Meghan stepping back from the royal family aside um, like Sam Joe, you know this because I know you love the crown I know you love the drama I do so tell me all the soap opera that went down man yeah so it's you know how um, in Anna Karenina Tolstoy like starts off by saying all happy families are alike each unhappy family is unhappy in its own way mm-hmm. we talk about the house of Windsor the British royal family oh my god my goodness, okay, have they been through stuff? Okay. Soapy, 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 soap. Yeah, so like earlier we mentioned, right, we talked about um, 
Edward. King Ed- Edward, yes. Yeah, King Edward abdicating, you know, so that he could be with um with Wallace Simpson, right? Mm-hmm. Um everyone calls her American divorcee. But <laughs> which who, right, who really does that these days? If you're divorced, like, you know, you're divorced. But back in the day, you know, it was it was a thing that associated itself with you. Exactly. And because um as the um head of as as the sovereign, right? Mm-hmm. Um of, of of the kingdom, I guess, of the United Kingdom, you in a way you are representing God. Yeah, right? the Church of the England Church of or England. something. Yeah. So at that point in time, the Church of England really frowned on um, allowing especially uh, anyone in the British royal family, in particular, to get divorced. Yes. To yeah, and to like marry someone who is divorced if that divorced person's um, ex-spouse is still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you couldn't do that. So obviously, Edward abdicating was a huge deal. Like a lot of negative press. Um, he became that, a pariah, kind of. Essentially, like, you know, he didn't live in Buckingham anymore. There were consequences, essentially, to mm-hmm. his decision, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, of course, a lot of talk about, if you watch The Crown, you know that there's, there was tension between him mm-hmm. and the rest of the royal family ever since, all the way to. Even though died. The Crown is definitely dramatised, but this is this is not fake. Prince Edward, as he would later be known, um, had a bad relationship with his family after marrying Wallace Simpson. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. and then Elizabeth's son herself, Prince Charles as well, you know, uh, even his oh, marriage to yeah. Diana eventually became mm-hmm. pretty rocky, even when they had William and, and Harry. It was all happy family at first, and then things started to break down, um, rumours of them, um, you know, sleeping around outside of the marriage, and then, you know, Camilla Charles, Parker Bowles. Yeah, Camilla Parker Bowles, who is... You Charles' know, current wife. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually coming back into the picture, his, you know, I guess, uh, teenage childhood lover mm-hmm. um, coming back into the picture and as Diana famously uh, referred to her once as the third person, person in the, the marriage, marriage. like three is too crowded for yeah. a marriage or something like that I think that was the quote exactly and then of course like a Jen's favourite um, yes. royal family member Prince Andrew he's not my favourite okay <laughs> it's, it's just that I think this is okay I think it's very common for people to talk about Harry and Meghan and like talk about what they're doing wrong Guys, do not forget Prince Andrew, resident Randy Andy, because that was the nickname that the press gave to him because he slept around so much when he right. was younger. He's the spare heir, right? He's not going to inherit the throne, so he was the wild one. But guys, Prince Andrew is not just like a wild child. Prince Andrew hung out with Jeffrey Epstein and has been accused of being one of the powerful men that Jeffrey Epstein sex traffic girls to. So do not forget that Prince Andrew is legitimately somebody who is really shady and we should not like be comparing his alleged crimes to whatever Harry and Meghan are doing because it's not on the same level. Right. So Jeffrey Epstein's you as for those of you who don't know, he's, you know, a sex offender who um, He's a very powerful, very rich man right. who uh would later become a convicted pedophile. Mm-hmm. And uh later on he also it was exposed that he was running like a sex trafficking ring for yeah. rich, powerful people. And um he also mysteriously died while in prison, apparently due to a suicide, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Yes. But who knows what happened to him in prison, right? So, essentially, he's not the sort of person you want to be... Associated uh, with. Associated with, especially if you are a member of the royal, the royal family. And it yeah. didn't... I wanted to give him the benefit of doubt. Prince Andrew, not Jeffrey Epstein, please. I wanted to give Prince Andrew the benefit of doubt. But then he went you know, to do the BBC the News, BBC Night, News interview. Night interview. Tell us what happened, Jen. He was so gross like so he was on the BBC News interview and then he when he talked about Jeffrey Epstein he was like oh he conducted himself in a manner that was unbecoming and then the host had to go like unbecoming he was a sex offender 
and he was like, um, yeah, of course I know. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to be polite. Yeah. Okay, whatever, Andrew. And Randy, then he made Andy. this really weird excuse about yes. about not sweating. So because the woman who accused um who is saying that she was being sex trafficked to Prince Andrew, Virginia Roberts, um, she basically like had a very like detailed description about how she remembers like Prince Andrew's sweat that kind like on her body um, when they were having an interaction and then Prince Andrew went like this is super famous go online and find it it's it's a moment because it's so ridiculous he goes like um um there's a there's a there's a bit of problem with the with the with the sweating because um because for for a time uh back then I I, I could not sweat or rather I, I I could not sweat then um because of the trauma left over when I was shot at at the in the war what, what? <laughs> so his excuse is I cannot sweat this is the time for me to do this again yes guys this is the tea uh, so okay. much tea okay which is like what okay anyway yeah. it has been some people have come out to say that's not technically medically possible you can't lose your ability to sweat and gain it back right he, after he, trauma like he basically dug a hole for himself yes. and this is Prince Andrew um, um, unfortunately for the queen her favourite son right allegedly her favourite mm-hmm. son uh, but he anyway, had to step down. He had to step down from royal duties because the BBC Newsnight interview was such a disaster. Right, a lot of negative reactions. Yeah, yes, so, so he's not doing any of that. But you know how when it comes to the House of Windsor, there's always a wild child. Yeah, and if you guys watch The Crown, you will know, right? I mean, the siblings. Uh, there was Edward lah. Firstly, yeah, Edward. Edward and his brother, right? Who eventually became the king. So Edward was a wild one because he abdicated. Then mm-hmm. between Elizabeth and her sister Margaret, um, and Margaret was the wild one who wanted to marry the divorced dude. Yeah, and then she had not neg- a lot of negative when she herself had trouble with her marriage mm-hmm. and then uh, both of them were sleeping around outside of the marriage. And then they got divorced. They got divorced. Yes. Oh, and recently, Brian Cox, the actor, came out to mm-hmm. say that when he met Princess Margaret back in the day, mm-hmm. when he was 23 years old or something, apparently mm-hmm. um, he met her backstage and she went up to him and and basically um, ran her fingers um, under his shirt. Okay. She said something wow. like, "Oh, that's a nice shirt." Yeah, you gotta read it. This this okay. is this story okay. just came in, just came in. Okay. And then yeah. of course, Jen's favorite, Randy Andy, the wild child. The wild child. And then <laughs> Harry is the one who is, I think, the one with the wildest streak. The one who had like, you know, he had all the party photos. The one like, um, he had he dated all the girls. Mm. Um, because William was with Kate for a very long time before they got married, and then. You know, Harry was always the Hollywood royalty. La. He was the one who hung out with the Obamas, the very glam one who lived the very glitzy lifestyle. So, right. And he was the one who married an American divorcee lady. So I right. guess he's the wild child by comparison. So I hope that everybody has a better understanding of why this is such a big issue and why it's so insane and ridiculous. But also... What are your parting thoughts? Yeah, we have parting thoughts. My parting thoughts is, guys, don't let this distract from Randy Andy and his alleged crimes. Please go and check out the BBC News 9 interview. So you're saying that, you know, give Harry and Meghan some, some, some space. I'm saying when you're looking at this, remember that there is something a lot worse than right. stepping back as senior royals. There is, right. there is something called being forced to step down as a senior royal because you hung out with a pedophile. So Right, okay. I mean, what, I, what I'm just thinking this entire time is the poor queen. Yes. <laughs> poor oh Elizabeth. I mean, she's already in her 90s, okay? she's She has one of the longest reigns uh, when it comes in to history, any monarch yes. in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, having to deal with drama at, at her age. You know, she should be like any other grandma, ama out there. She should be relaxing. Relaxing, doing her tai chi in the morning, like, you know, sipping her tea, munching on her scones or scones. 
she shouldn't have to deal with all this drama. Like, you know, like, yeah, let, I can, feel can, bad for her. Can Charles take over and do something, you know? Yes, I and, feel bad for her. Yeah. And another thing I wanted to say also, just like, in general, monarchies need to evolve, right? So, yes. the same way, you know, the absolute monarchy became constitutional monarchy, um, I you need to keep up, like you need to be relevant. You need to keep up. It's twenty twenty. Like mm-hmm. um, I you need to be, di- be diverse. Yeah. you know, be open to people and ideas. Yeah, and not just like uh, you know, stick to tradition because um, that's what everyone else else that came before you has Did. done. Yeah. yeah, you know. So um, I think it's good that the queen has actually accepted this. I yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I I really respect her for that. Yeah, you know? we hope the best for Harry and Meghan la, and the queen, of course, and everyone aside from Randy Andy. Absolutely. Okay, and in our last bit of parting thoughts, Samjo and I have very strong feelings on this. We need to call out someone in this whole saga. Samjo? <gasps> Madame Two Thoughts Wax Museum, what are you doing? Yes. Okay, essentially after Harry and Meghan made their announcement, okay, they separated... Harry and Meghan's wax figures from the rest of the royals. Which is like, <laughs> why? To quote Taylor Swift, you need to calm down, you girl. Do. Like, no. You do. This you. is not the time for you. It's super premature. And why are you stepping into this? You're, I don't get it. You're like rubbing salt into the wound. And you know, let them sort it out. Let them negotiate. Before you do weird yeah, things. And come on, Madam Tussauds, you have bigger problems on your plate yes. to sort out. Yes, okay. like the Nicki Minaj wax figure. <laughs> yes. If people have not yet checked out the Nicki Minaj wax figure, please go check it out. It is a nightmare. It looks really bad. It's an abomination. It's supposed to be her in her Anaconda music video. It's so bad. It's so but bad. it looks nothing like her. I mean, neck down, it looks it looks fine. But like neck up, it's like... The oh, face is, is all wrong. Madam Tussauds, maybe get that right first before you do things like separate like very extra you know it's very extra yeah. like go and separate the, the wax figures of Harry and Meghan just calm down girl right okay so that was the royalty on Harry and Meghan and all the soap opera that Buckingham Palace provides ASMR to round out the episode so <laughs> yes thank you guys for listening if you guys have any thoughts on this episode and thoughts about what we should talk about next please do email us at genly at sph.com.sg samjo at Yo Sam Joe at sph.com.sg or podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also find me on my Instagram, Jenly Writes. And do remember to follow us on hashtag pop vouchers. Yes, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, any of your channels. Okay. Tell us what you want to listen to next. Tell us what you think about this episode. Write to us and we thank you so much for listening and spilling the tea with us. Without further ado, that was Jen. And he was Sam Joe. And we are Pop, pop vouchers. vouchers. Thank you for listening. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times and The Business Times online.